Broadcasting live from the interplanar beacon on the plain of Ravnica, this is Tap Tap Concede. Hello, I'm Graham. I'm Ben. I'm Nelson. And this week we are talking about War of the Spark. Spoilers. I love that the set code is just war. Yeah. And yeah, we're actually, we're not even going to do a crack pack this week because there's... So there's, many cards? There's a lot, yeah. There's many. <laughs> many cards have been spoiled. The density of Planeswalkers is so darn high. Um, before we get into that, a quick reminder that Tap Tap Concede is brought to you by Card Kingdom. Check out cardkingdom.com slash LRR for all of your card needs. And if you tell them Loading Ready Run sent me, button please, you'll get a little one-inch button, which I think is... A tap Tap and Sleeve? Tap tap unsleeve, tap, tap, right? Unsleeve. The 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 Ben Wheeler classic. <laughs> it was I don't recall. It was him versus Jeremy on one yeah. of the Highlander things where he was just like just started unsleeving at the table. Yeah, well, just magic. To, it's been a wild ride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gets out his phone, TCG player app, just starts like loading his collection, his deck for sale. Right, just like I'm done. Goodbye. I got to the end. Yeah, I yeah. beat this game. I've started yeah, actually over. doing the uh, doing because like I I've got my collection sorted mm -hmm. now and and I dumped all the extra cards over at YJ and whatnot and to the point now where it's like red uh, sorcery common red sorcery uncommon wow. like every single kind of thing uh and now i've got to go through like the whole process of like i actually want to scan it in so that i like don't i, I want to scan each card so that when i go because i go to like a card store all the time and go oh man this card would be sweet and i'm gonna take buy it this. home and you're like i've already oh, got a have copy. this right <laughs> yeah. come home put it next to your your other johnny goldman yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. we did that episode on organizing your home collection right so how long do you think your collection is going to stay this well organized i'm doing my best like it honestly we're all doing our best yeah right <laughs> that's kind of the nature of it. <laughs> but like i mean i had to build a, a deck for james and myself for oath uh oathbreaker mm. when we did that on friday which was awesome by the way you should yeah, go let's, and watch that video let's it take was, 30 seconds and tell us about that were there was, any surprises on the oathbreaker game uh yeah i mean like uh, I think the first thing that we noticed was that um, people were ca not casting their signature spells as much as we thought okay. it would happen because the the idea of keep like casting a planeswalker and making them stick mm -hmm. was actually a lot more difficult than it came across. Like, right. and Surge ended up uh, running Wrath of God as his as uh, his signature as spell. A signature spell. <laughs> that was the face we made. But Surge. he only cast it like once. Uh, so it would, well, even it that like, he cast it once is kind of impressive. Yeah, well, it's just like every time that he played uh, Chad, who was his sure. his, his commander, right. everyone was like, "All right, I swing at everything at Chad." And he went, "Okay," and then you can't cast the the, the signature spell, right? Right. So, oh, you can only cast the signature spell if you're the planeswalkers oh, on there. Okay. Yeah, which is so it's like I mean, if you wanted to run like Nissa, I know you did a whole episode about this format. Yeah, and yeah. I was out of town and I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. Hey, Graham's back. Everybody. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think having packs. a one man yeah. um, signature spell or or one with like a cost reduction strapped to it mm -hmm. is well, good. Well, that was the thing. Yeah, Cameron yeah. Treasure Cruise, which was kind of secret <laughs> tech, but he he get, he got close. He, I think he was past half of his deck near the end of like each game and whatnot. Wow, like, nice. because it's a sixty card format, right? Like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Okay. And anyway, so you were saying you built the decks. Now you need to uh, well, get I've, your collection. I've already put them back away nicely. Great. It's already it's, filed all yeah, the little good. It, cards back. Yeah. The only the only part that's a little bit wiggy with this sorting system is there are like random one off ones that I had to like like it's like where do I put birthing pod? Do mm -hmm. I make a pile for rare green artifacts that's just like one card? thick or do I just put them in the artifacts and in the end I just ended up putting it in artifacts like Fair rare enough. artifacts and whatnot but 
since since you mentioned Pact, actually, just a brief thing before we get into talking about War of the Spark spoilers, War of the Spark spoilers, uh, was that, yeah, I was at PAX East where they were having the Mythic Invitational, and it was really cool to see. the As you would have seen if you watched the stream, the bulk of the broadcast on the first three days was done from from a booth on the show floor, not even the, like, esports arena area. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was this very fancy booth that they had set up for this purpose, and they had the commentators right at the corner of the booth and above them was a giant screen that was playing everything that was on the stream and i think it was partway through i think it was on the saturday it may have been partway through friday but on the saturday that changed to just a giant mythic invitational logo because too many people were stopping in the aisle to watch it oh (laughs) no way because it was too interesting and it was like a fire hazard or something yeah basically yeah Yeah. there there was like a tape line on the ground where it's like where if you were inside the tape line, you were technically in the booth and you could stand there to watch it. Okay. And that was not being observed. <laughs> Probably not. So, yeah, you could you could still watch it on two sort of smaller um, smaller TV screens. And then they had the players wearing like the, the, the multiple headphone thing where like there was like a set of earbuds and then the over ear headphones to completely white noise out the the. The, the rest of the expo floor. so Just like StarCraft. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they couldn't hear the commentators who were like 10 feet away from or, them. Or Apparently, more importantly, it's the crowd. Because yeah. the crowd will see your opponent draw a card before they and decide then go, how to play it. And they'll yeah. go wild, right? As if it's Fireball or something. We know? were doing that in, uh, in here. So <laughs> yeah. I, I spoke with, uh, got to meet, um, uh, got to actually, uh, well, so I saw Emma Handy again, who mm-hmm. was, had been here for PPR, and I also got to got to finally meet Autumn. Oh, I got to meet uh, Autumn, which nice. w- which was great. And they seem uh, like such the, an awesome human. I, I it, it 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 had been expressed to me separately, like after they won, mm-hmm. that they were a, a fan. Oh of, no way! Yeah, of Loading Ready Run, cool. like they w- have watched like a bunch of watch and play and stuff, and and uh, so it was really cool. What's up, Autumn Lily? Thanks yeah, for tuning it was, in. It was, yeah. it was really cool getting to meet them. <clears throat> there was like just you know like a. A mutual enjoyment exchange, but Emma was telling me that the because I said to Emma that my favorite part was when after Autumn won, Emma just tackling them. Yeah, that Emma, was an important moment. Yeah, and Emma was saying actually the the funniest part was prior to that because uh, several of them were sort of off to the side, and Emma was like was freaking out because it was looking really 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 good for Autumn, and the head judge came over. <laughs> and was like, technically, Autumn can see you. You need to gear down. <laughs> like, you need to cool it. <laughs> that's the, that's she, the best feeling, though. Yeah, because she was so excited just watching that the head judge was like, right. you, you need to calm down. This can't, yeah, there's an outside assistance. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, if why Emma's freaking out. It was really, really so cool. cool, though. And then, yeah, the so the whole the whole invitational watching that happen on the show floor being so popular when they did the 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 day four like the the top four actually in the Pax Arena esports area, every seat was full, massive crowd standing around the outside. There was pyro. Yeah, uh, the pyro really was cool. weird, but it was yeah. I I was I was super stoked to see it. Yeah, and why not? Like they it it definitely felt like they you know made a real go. Oh, they went hard. Yeah, yeah, and got. The, I massive also, viewership for it. So I just, I love watching Sean like commentate and be like a host for card game things day yeah. nine. Like yeah. 
He's just so he's so amiable with it was like a, everything. It was does. a it was a good team they had. He's a real mm-hmm. pro. They had yeah. together. Mm-hmm. Rich was there also. Uh, Rich Hagen oh, was yeah. doing a bunch of stuff behind the scenes. I don't believe I barely got to watch the thing. Which is kind of packs with a booth. Is he kind of like the boss of coverage now? No, because okay. he's still a contractor, but he does. He's sort of like in charge of a lot of it behind sure. the scenes, but he's not like the in charge in charge, I guess. Oh, okay. But anyway, yeah, I ran into him while we were playing. Doesn't sign the checks, but does tell you where you need to be if you're on the coverage team yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah, on Saturday, Captain. It all coverage. kind of Pax was four days. It all kind of blurs together. Uh, Adam, Jeremy Knoll from Star City, Stibbs, and I played a commander game with four of, with yeah with four of Stibbs's Stibbs's decks. Stibbs's decks. And Rich just sort of came by and said hi. That was a weird game. That was a weird, weird game. It looked commander. weird. Yeah. I, I I can't remember, but I saw the tweet, and I remember going, like, what happened here? <laughs> what happened was Adam made me win the game. Okay. Because <laughs> he cast Living Death. Yeah. And I so I was playing a deck. We were playing all decks that Stibbs had built, and we just picked them at random. Because mm-hmm. we sat down. He's like, well, I have all these decks. This one is. And I was like, don't tell me. And I just grabbed a box. Nice. Good. And so then, of course, doing that, Adam was like, well, I'm going to do that now, too. And then Jeremy was like, okay, I guess, I guess this is what we're doing. So we all picked random decks. <laughs> Obviously, Stibbs knew what they all were, but, you know. And my, gosh, what, oh, right, right. My commander was the Locust God. Oh, sweet. And my deck was all about, like, resolve Locust God, cast Wheel of Fortune as much as you can. <laughs> right, right. Seems good. And so I'd been, by the end, by this point, I had discarded, the deck doesn't run a huge number of creatures, but I'd been discarding a lot of cards. We did, th- like, Jeremy and I, because he, he made a Consecrated Sphinx, and then I... Uh, Phyrexian, the, the... Metamorph. Thank you. Cloned I it. Phyrexian Metamorph to his Consecrated Sphinx. Yeah, you did. Oh, so I pass the turn to Stibbs, and he's like, I draw a card, and then Jeremy's like, cool, I draw two cards, and then I'm like, cool, I draw four cards, and then Jeremy's like, neat, I draw, I draw eight, eight cards. cards. Yeah. And so we just went back and forth <laughs> drawing like half our deck off of Stibbs' one draw step. And so... <laughs> it, you know, the way you do. Yeah, yeah. so I... and But... It, sorry, that this was the important point. It wasn't his draw step. It was he did something. He sacked Yavamaya, whatever, in his end step. Okay. And so then went to his turn, and he was like, "Hey, do you have a reliquary tower?" Because Jeremy had a reliquary tower. He's like, "Do you have a reliquary tower?" And I'm like, "No." He's like, "Okay, that was in your end step. You need to discard." And I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> I wouldn't have drawn all those cards if I'd known." So I had to pitch a bunch of stuff. So Adam casts Living Death, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, "Okay, well, I probably got like." three creatures in my bin. No. I had a lot of creatures in my bin. One of them was Perforos. Oh. Oh! So everything just gets hasty haste. Yeah, and no, no. domes your opponents. That's oh, the one. Oh, right. Yes, Every that's creature. the key thing. So the Perforos comes in because we had some judges there that had to because all four players had ETB stuff happening and it was like, okay, everything goes on the stack one way around the table and then resolves the other way around the table. And so like Perforos, I had like seven creatures so there was like six different perforos triggers but the real thing was i had oh gosh the it's a f- little phyrexian artifact creature uh psychosis crawler psychosis crawler sorry psychosis crawler not phyrexian but so it's a it's a one one it's a Did you pull up psychosis crawler mana, james it's it's star star it's either that, a star star or a one one that gets plus one plus one for each card in your hand yeah also, and then more relevantly, whenever you oh. draw a card, each opponent, Oops. right there it is. Each opponent loses one life. So it was that one and Popular a card, commander friend, a, a card I've never seen before. It's a merfolk. It's an old border merfolk that when you eat when it ETBs you wheel of fortune. 
it's a creature that's just ETB. Whirlpool warrior with a I kicker? Think, I think that's it. Yeah. Well, no, it, so you can, it ETBs and does a thing, and then you can also pay a red. It's a blue card. You can pay a red and sack it and do it again. Oh, wow, okay, yeah. And so, the, yeah, Whirlpool warrior. It wasn't old border, or the, the one I played was. So, yeah. Oh, it shuffle it's the a, cards from your hand into your library, then draw that many cards. That's so it's it not works. it's not wheel, although it's even better if you have more than seven cards. Right, right? Yeah. okay, so let me actually read this one out. Not that yeah. it's super relevant, but two and a blue, two, two. When Whirlpool warrior comes into play, Shuffle the cards from your hand into your library, draw that many so cards. So just you. Just you get in your yeah. hand the same size as you already have. And then activated ability, red, and sack it. Each player does that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this these all came in at the same time. So I was, I was like, okay, cool. So you all take like eight from, or 12 or whatever from Perforce triggers. Then I shuffle these like 12 cards back into my library and draw 12 cards and Psychosis Crawler kills you all. <laughs> Classy. <laughs> yeah. So it all worked out. Sweet. Very, very weird commander game, but it was super fun. Commander's just a weird format. Too. I love it. it it's, I, yeah. It's, it's Do you my think any of format. these cards will be relevant in commander? Uh, from, several. From Let's segue. Yeah. Several. Because we, we promised to do War of the Spark trailers, and we didn't even crack a pack, but we did tangent for 13 minutes. Yeah. That, that, that's okay. It that's is the, okay. But the hey, way we do. this, this yeah, podcast no, I'm proud is, of this podcast is also, also brought to you by you at patreon.com slash letting ready run. Thank you, James. Yeah, no worries. I was I was excited to do that. I was like, how much longer are they going to go before I get to do this? <laughs> so, yeah. Smooth there's, as possible segue. Yeah, there's been a lot of cards spoiled. There's been some leaks. We're not going to talk about those. But there's been a lot of cards spoiled from War of the Spark. And it's looking like a pretty exciting set. Planeswalker in every pack. I'm a command in every corner. Uh, it, there's so many new Planeswalkers. They all have a static ability now as well so they mm. also just you can't just ignore them they sit there and do a thing they they you know that at worst they're like an enchantment that just they, that does something that your opponent you, can attack with their creatures yeah mm. but then you also get to have the loyalty ability the ones so far the ones we've seen at uncommon only have minuses but proliferate is in the set mm-hmm. hello pro- proliferate well, i'm I, super excited what i think is really really interesting about the design of a lot of the ones that are uncommon um are a lot of their starting loyalty costs mm-hmm. are uh at odds with the the, the loyalty, cmc the, the, well the the ability actually oh, right, right. Using. so for example if you look at tybalt right mm. because of course i'm going to say tybalt first little tibbers little tibbers is back and he's he starts at 5 loyalty right but then whenever you're using his down tick ability uh it's a it's a minus two so on if on the on on the chance that maybe you're not doing proliferate and whatnot Mm -hmm. you get to do this twice and he still gets to sit there as basically an enchantment making your opponent not uh do anything life-wise so what i think is just kind of neat like real quick tybalt rakish instigator is two and a red for a five loyalty walker your opponents can't gain life and then yeah minus two create a one one devil that says when it dies it deals one damage to any target so it's you make a footlight fiend mm-hmm. there, there was there was a there was a card that did this from shadows of Ernest block i don't remember what it was called yeah but it was it made it's like a one one that when it dies you ping okay something. yeah um I so goblin arsonist so goblin yeah, arsonist so you, is the first one that had this exact line of text right, and then they right. and then they made tokens that are called devils like that that template is the same that is yeah. the same, right? As, uh, yeah, and they're also okay. they're also red. So yeah, five loyalty. You minus two. You make a devil. You minus two. You make a devil. But then you can't minus two because he's only got the one loyalty. So yeah, then he just sits there and is like, now you can't gain life. Yeah, which is yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, already you know Tybalt has the reputation for being kind of the worst planeswalker of all time, and Tybalt isn't even the worst planeswalker in this set. No. Yeah. I do Do we know what Tybalt's? Because all the planeswalkers have like a. I mean, speaking of Oathbreaker, they have a signature spell. Mm-hmm. Do we know what Tybalt's signature spell is? I think it's Blightning. 
In, really? In this set? Oh, not in this set. No, right. yeah, they sorry. all have a signature I, spell I that's printed yeah. in the set. No, yeah. I'm remembering. I'm just remembering the Soren versus Tybalt thing. Oh, and there's okay, a special okay. lightning that's right. art that's like Tybalt's. Face. That is a cool lightning art. I can't yeah. remember. Okay, so it's probably God, spoiled if the planeswalker spoiled but i know that he has probably, also a friend because they also have familiars most of right? the well that might that might be oh yeah Tybalt's they get, rager do they get a, okay do they all get a familiar or a spell or do yeah, they, some of them I, get both they get, maybe they get okay. one they get the planeswalker and another card that okay. references or involves them in right yeah, so, so his rager is just a slightly better devil token mm -hmm. basically oh it's like <clears throat> the uh timber wolf that it's it's like yeah one in a red for a one two and it has one in a red, gets plus two, plus O oh until end of turn. I think there was this card, but maybe had first strike or something from Shadow's Block. And then when it dies, it deals one damage, one damage to any target. I okay. love all the flavor text in this set so far. The flavor <laughs> like, text team, yeah, I saw some tweet about who they are or whatever. The, oh, the flavor text. So the flavor text on Tybalt's Rager on is yeah. attributed to Judith, which is, find out whose that is. I like its energy. <laughs> Yo, whose devils is this? <laughs> Check out this weird dog. <laughs> Actually, while we're talking about um, uh, while we're talking about flavor text, there was three cards that Cube April mentioned in a tweet. Bulwark Giant is probably one of them. No, so okay, okay. The Bulwark Giant was amazing. That one just got spoiled this morning, mm -hmm. and it's five and a white for a three-six ETB. You gain five life. So it's act, I. I, Watchful Giant, I think, is a better card for limited, but whatever. But yeah, the flavor text attributed to Gideon is, where did she come from? More importantly, are there more like her? <laughs> but no, it's uh, the ones that uh, Cube Aper linked to. So Flux Channeler, two and a blue for a 2-2. Two -two. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, you proliferate. And the flavor text is, inform our allies in the 10th and throw the circuit. It's about to get weird. Then some pretty good movie writing there. Yeah. Spell Gorger weird. Ah, uh, yeah. Two and a red for a two-two. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, put a plus one plus one counter on Spell Gorger weird. They combo together, and their flavor text is freed from their respective labs. The two weirds formed a partnership, feeding on the arcane energies of war. Because they said, get our hold of our allies in the tent. It's about to get weird. So two different is it labs have released their weirds. The other one being the Spell Keeper weird. Two and a blue for a one-four. Two and tap and sack it, return target instant or sorcery from your graveyard to your hand. They worked well as a team, hmm. but they knew it couldn't last forever. I didn't see nice. it the first time, but looking in like the, the yeah. bottom right corner, you just see the, the gorger being like, hey! <laughs> oh, and the spellkeeper's <laughs> in the me, bottom yeah, of the yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, let me eat the spells. Hey, yeah. Dave. Okay, so those are some powerful limited cards. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Commons, too. Yeah. Um, yeah the are... Flux Channeler is uh, uncommon, but still. Oh, sorry. Okay. But the two weirds are, are common. Nice to see weirds again, because there weren't any in the in right. guilds in... or no. illusions. Yeah. Guilds of Larvina didn't feature any weirds, did it? I don't think so. I, d I don't believe there were any weirds, no. They're a special yeah. special uh, breed. Yeah. Only come out on special occasions. Speaking of uh, cool is it cards yeah. uh, from Spoils today, um, I think, honestly, the one of the most interesting ones... Uh, is a role reversal. Okay. Um, because you said this was, is this the weird switcheroo? Yes. Okay. What does this one do? So it's, it's, it's a blue, 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 red for a sorcery exchange control of two target permanents that share a type. Okay. And I just, I really like the idea of, because there's a lot of like sweet planeswalkers in this set, but there's also a lot of like, eh, planeswalkers in this set yeah of being like here oh. have my one loyalty tybalt oh, right. i'm gonna take your no you know your your uh your liliana or something your like that super relevant your yeah. ugin that hasn't been spoiled yet or whatever mm. take your nicol bolus yeah 
Actually, speaking of Planeswalkers, let's talk briefly about our spoiler card. Yeah! Nahiri, Storm of Stone. We got to do a fun spoiler video for this one. Two Boros Boros, so four mana hybrid Planeswalker for six loyalty. Heck of a static ability. As long as it's your turn, creatures you control have first strike. Useful if you're attacking in Boros. Why would you do that? And equip abilities you activate cost one colorless less, or one generic less. So there's some great comments in the subreddit being like, oh, well, this completely breaks Skull Clamp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which like, was like, oh, good. We finally, that, yeah, we finally we figured it. out That's how to break Skull Clamp. Yeah. <laughs> Those people were joking. Don't worry. And then minus X, Nahiri deals X damage to target tapped creature. So, like, at worst, Nahiri is sorcery speed destroy a creature with six toughness mm-hmm. that presumably has attacked you. That part sucks, I guess. But, like, uh, that's fine. And then upside is big. Mm-hmm. Big upside. Yeah. I'm curious to see if, because uh, I don't think any have been spoiled yet, if there's any uh, cool equipment coming in this set. I haven't seen anything. I don't think I've seen any yet. Yeah, because, like... There might be some. I'm, like, because... I'm just just from like a, a constructed standpoint. I'm trying to think if there are any like super dope uh, equipment at all. Right. Really, I mean like I don't I don't think there are any. But I'd be curious to see if maybe there's something that happens here that that brings it around. Maybe. But I mean, even then, just like having giving it. I mean, there's some pretty cool. Like there's pretty... there is cool stuff from Dominaria. There's like there's Black the Blade. the sigiled sword of Valoron. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, That's a good yeah. Part. The Black Blade Reforged. There's. I mean. I don't know. I'm just thinking of limited now, where I'm like jousting lance, but maybe not for standard. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, well, either way, though, right? Like, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd be interested to see if there are because this is that uncommon. Yeah. Um, and you're going to be seeing maybe a semi decent amount of Nahiri when you're playing limited and mm. whatnot. It'd be. I'd, I'd hope that there, there there will be some cool equipment to to gain some profit off of uh, off of that ability. If not, this is still a fairly solid limited. Oh card yeah. That can just come down as like a removal spell for a creature that's already attacked. And then have a cool upside. Yeah. The the equipment that immediately jumps to my mind because I think if you like her cost reduction ability. I mean, most times when you see a cost reduction ability, that's the most powerful thing on a card. Yeah. So you want to maybe think about equipments that you're hoping to activate and then like attach more than once per turn. Mm. Um, like where you 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 attack and then move it to a different creature, or it like gives the creature an activated ability. So then to use it a second time, you need to re-equip it to an untapped ah, creature. The screaming like shield. Yeah. Mm. So screaming shield. If you're doing like a three different packs draft, maybe the one that jumped <laughs> to my mind immediately was Dragon Throne of Tarkir. Because oh, like okay. this was like not a very powerful oh, card, right. but like in, in tokens, if you got to like lots of mana, mm-hmm. you could then like tap two of your creatures to, you know, equip and activate this thing. And so hmm. if you're if you're equipping twice in a turn, she brings down a cost by two. So I don't know. Yeah. This I, card's probably not good, but I also like how well she synergizes with her sort of signature spell, which is Nahiri's Stone Blades. It's one in a red, it's a pretty sweet combat trick. One in a red for an instant, up to two target creatures, each get plus two plus oh until end of turn. So useful for if your creatures all have first strike because yeah. you have Nahiri. Yeah, so. this is like just as good as a symbiosis or whatever, or better, um, if you're attacking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice one. So what else do we? I want hope to... she finds her friend. Can I we... hope so too. Yeah. Can we talk about uh, the one? Honestly, one of the weirder cards of the set. Sure. Uh, excluding the weirds, obviously. <laughs> Stranger cards. But Actually, I'm... sorry. Just very, very briefly. Yeah. I I love that Soren and Nahiri are just. <laughs> 
just fighting each other. Yeah. I saw I saw some comments that were like, or one comment anyway, that was like, oh, I I think it would have been cool if they were like, we're going to put aside our differences for now, but then settle this later. And I'm like, no, no, I think it's way cooler that they're like, we don't care. We don't care. Yeah. Bolus is doing his thing. We we are so mad at one another. We don't, we're not getting involved. We are going to kick each other's ass. I think it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so. I'll be right uh, there after I kill Soren. Yeah. Uh, Leyline Prowler. Yeah, what the heck is this creature? This is the vampire nighthawk of weird dogs. This, yeah. Um, this <laughs> utter nightmare beast. <laughs> it's one black and a green for a creature nightmare beast. Yeah. It's a 2-3 with death touch, lifelink, and you can tap it to add one mana of any color. <laughs> this is a the, cool card. The most aggressive mana dork I've ever seen. The yeah. Swiss army knife of like black green cards. <laughs> yeah, he needs to like sack himself to draw a card too or something, right? So yeah. he's just yeah. the, like, what do you need, boss? Uh, shout outs to YW Tang's amazing use of light here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the fire looks very, very it's cool. So cool. So yeah, two, three death touch lifelink for three, and then randomly at taps for mana. I I love it. But I like, love it so much. On, like looking through these, a lot of the Golgari cards are like really odd to me in this I, one. I like I, the terror plus rampant growth a lot. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the kind death, of a strange death sprout. Death sprout. <laughs> yeah. More amazing art coming your way from Sub McKinnon here. So mm-hmm. black, black. Generic and a green yeah. for instant destroy any target creature, no no restrictions, and search your library for a basic land, put it on the battlefield tapped. Huh. Yeah. Terror rampant growth. Wow. Yeah. Same converted mana cost as Wilderness Reclamation. Well, that was the thing. So I was reading like a lot of the comments in, uh, on uh, Mythic Spoiler, and people were just like, uh, "Did it? Was anybody asking for this card?" And then like me, I'm just like. No, I wasn't asking for it, but this thing's sweet, and I'm yeah. excited about it. Yeah, I saw some, someone tweeted, I can't remember who, sorry, who was just like, is there a black-green commander deck that doesn't want this? Yeah. yeah I, I wasn't asking for it, but now I know that it, there was a void in my life that only it could fill. Yeah. I was kind I of asking for it. I actually did try to play some Golgari Reclamation earlier in the format. What mm-hmm. I'm excited about, because you mentioned commander, yeah. is that this thematically passes the bar to, to go into my Sapling of Kolfenor deck. Because mm. it's a kill spell that involves plants. What do you think of the other? There's a legendary <laughs> creature, not a planeswalker, with the same converted mana cost. That's a 5-4 trample Holy moly. Oh, zombie elf. Yeah. yeah. It's a lich card. Dev, yeah. She's Dev a... Dev and lich. Oof. Yeah. Uh, what, what's what's her name again? Can't remember the first uh, name. Kathleen. There we go. Yeah. Storev. Storev, right. Storev. Kathleen was talking about her during Bylon Order. Storev, Devkarin Lich, one black, black, green, zombie elf wizard, legendary, 5 4 trample. Not bad. And Those then, are stats right there. B- but where's the downside? Yeah. No, there isn't. Whenever Storev deals combat damage to a player or planeswalker, return to your hand, target creature or planeswalker, in your graveyard that wasn't put there this combat. So. She always needs to give your creatures a little minute to. To rest yeah. before they get back up. But she's a kind-hearted wow. zombie elf wizard. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, so far this set's been super cool. Yeah, I um, think that the downside is you don't get guaranteed value. Like, I think this is like, if not a constructed card, it's just like kind of a hair away. Keep in mind, we never saw, I don't think yet, a standard deck that really played that last cool lich from Guilds of Ravnica, right? The Underrealm lich. I thought mm. for sure that thing would be yeah, and it's playable. Not. I think it's kind of a combo enabler, maybe, still, but, yeah. um, but this is like really great looking stats and a really good ability you just don't necessarily get anything out of it the minute you play it if they kill it right away so i mean four toughness is always pretty huge yeah. i think yeah, um, lava coil is pretty common in this that's format. the thing yeah. the la- lava coil yeah. is, is the is the... i mean you, you don't want to complain about these stats these are good stats mm-hmm. yeah yeah um can i in... talk about the biggest blunder sure okay uh dovin's veto 
oh, yeah. oh. which is the new which is a new counter spell. It's Dovin's signature spell because of course it is. Uh, instant. This spell can't be countered. Target non-creature spell. So it's white, why is it not white Dov- blue? Yeah. What? what? Why is this not Dovin's ban? Why is it Dovin's ban? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think that the from what the R&D, you know, the, the card naming team has given us in the past, they would have wanted to slam that pun in there, but maybe it would have been too confusing. Well, mm-hmm. speaking of which, I, I, w- I want to talk about another legendary creature briefly, which is this, is, this is absolutely me being the quintessential magic player of give us what we want. No, not like that. So this is, is they finally made a legendary creature card for Fibblefip. Yes. Yeah. And it's it's awesome. They the absolute mad lads they did it and the actual text of the card is great. It just doesn't to me doesn't look like Fibblefip. That's my only complaint. The art is oh. awesome. It doesn't look like Fibblefip. So, legendary creature one in a blue for a 1/1 one, one, homunculus when Fibblefip the Lost enters the battlefield draw a card. If it entered from your library or was cast from your library, draw two cards instead. And whenever Fibblethip becomes the target of a spell, shuffle Fibblethip into its owner's library. So you can definitely get some cool shenanigans uh, surrounding it. But right. if you look at even things printed in this in this block, you look at captive audience, mm-hmm. you can see Fibblethip is sitting... Sorry, there we second go. Second row back, right? Or, yeah. Yeah. He's right. this teeny, like, squat little, like, tubbo mm-hmm. with a giant eye head that's like the same size as his torso and then there's a new version of totally lost in this set where he's managed to find his way on top of bolus's god pharaoh statue yeah because <laughs> of course bolus had to build build that a statue yeah yeah you're and invading and you need to see? find yeah, time he's green yeah he's green and he's this little like right his eye is like half of his body and he, his torso. yeah, yeah and there's totally the, lost. And there's the original fibble thip and then you look at him on on his new legendary card it's, it's just way right. off they gave him a human sort of head on his. Well, he's just he's right? he's gangly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's cut. He's got the he's. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's got a bit of a gut, but he's got like pecs. He has like a normal mouth, but I mean, he's got a really long jaw, and we don't know what his skin texture is like. So like maybe it, his mouth is just like it can come. It's like anime, like it can come down to a little one dot. Like his <laughs> yeah, mouth can be yeah. one pixel, or his mouth can be half of his his head, like an excited. You know, his body proportions is what's confusing me. Yes, right. no, like because like he's got a, he's clearly got like a neck thing going on, whereas yeah. before yeah. it's like his head was his like eye and whatnot was just like this protrusion from his <laughs> yeah. shoulders. Yeah, like, he, I mean, like had a big like, mump. You look at like right. the the art on Doorkeeper, which is not. Fibblethip, but is a functionally the same homunculus kind of creature to Fibblethip. See, and it's just like body and eye head are like all one. Mm-hmm. This is useless for the audio version of the podcast. But anyway, <laughs> go get yourself a copy of Doorkeeper. Presumably, there will be some sort of like promo art of Fibblethip at some point. Mm-hmm. But I, I love you gave it. us what we want. Now we're asking for more. Well, give th- us promo th- Fibblethip. That's, that's what I was saying, right? It's like you know, give us what we want. No, not like that. Erase his pectoral and bicep mm. muscles. Yeah. I think that the artist whose na- last name I can't quite make out. It's Jesper. Is it Esping? Is it Icing? 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 I can't remember. Her. Sorry, Jesper. I, s- I see the name a lot. Anyway, the art is great. Mm-hmm. I think that the I, I consider this a art director problem uh the card is great i love it i love the flavor of the card and uh, i'm just glad that it exists yeah i wonder if like maybe they just had to make this decision in order to communicate better the kind of worry that fibblethip has like we we've been following fibblethip a bit you know he's been been a fan Mm -hmm. fan popular card yeah i guess so i don't know it's like 
you know, if you put your lips to your... It's hard your, not to look worried if you if your entire head is one eye. <laughs> what, if, like, what if this entire time, though, all, like, the fibble thips that we've thought have been seen have been random... Different, different homunculuses? <laughs> and this... Or homunculi? <laughs> Homunculus. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. And this is the actual one, but there's just like, you know, we're totally lost and whatnot. There we what we thought was Fibblethip was just a random homunculus and they were just like quoting a thing of Fibblethip or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, Fibblethip's just not even in the picture at yeah, all. This yeah, this has actually been Fibblethip the entire time. Yeah. Oh, maybe. I do love that he showed up in this set. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. mass chaos Finally. and like they're everyone the whole planet is at war or whatever, and he's just like, Has anyone seen? Sorry. I think it might have been just as funny though to like not have him in this set, but then like if we go to another plane, oh, then they planeswalk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then confirming that he's a planeswalker. Well, like, or yeah, suspected. even if he didn't, if he somehow stepped through like a gateway yeah. or something like that to a different plane. I still want confirmation because we've never had confirmation that planeswalkers can bring somebody else with them when they planeswalk. I know where this is going. So, I, yeah, I still want confirmation of if that's the case or if Mowu is also a planeswalker. <laughs> yeah, Mowu, loyal companion, the swollest dog in the multiverse. I've seen pictures of buff dogs, and this one is even buffer. <laughs> This, this Moo is the dog. Like, you know, there's like the there's the degree of what you call dogs. You know, like there's the boofs, yeah, and like the doggo, the, doggo, right? And then this Moo is just a bork, yeah, <laughs> big bork over Wolf. here. <laughs> three and a green for a three-three hound with trample and vigilance. And if one or more plus one plus one counters would be put on Moo, that many plus one plus one plus one counters are put on instead. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it says whenever wherever Yangu f- goes, Mowu follows. Sometimes it is side, sometimes obscuring him from view entirely. So he is capable of following Yang Yangu. So I guess Mowu can planeswalk, but only if you know, only to follow Yangu. Maybe it's Maybe. like you just you know if they're touching, then they can planeswalk together. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, help us out. Uh, R and D, uh, you know, lore section. We want to know the science of planes walking over here. Mm-hmm. What's Young Goo do, by the way? So Young Goo is two probably put and plus a green. one plus one counters on, yeah. on Mowu. Yeah, right. Yeah. Jiang Young Goo, Wild Crafter, two and a green for three loyalty. Each creature you control with a plus one plus one counter has tapped to add one mana of any color. Okay, okay. so it's like another song of Frail. And then yeah, of, minus yeah. one to put a plus one plus one counter on something. Yeah, but like it was, what is super cool about this set too? Like I know Young Goo has already been. Printed before with the uh, the the Chinese. That's right. Uh, yeah, starter, starter set, global series. Yeah, the global series. series. The yeah. product that was never intended to be a series, despite yeah. being called global series. Um, That's but like a we've never really gotten a episode. Whole, <laughs> we've never really gotten like a whole bunch about him. Yeah. But like we're getting all these cool new planeswalkers. Like I know, like there's Davriel. Yeah. Who uh, is from the books? Okay. Oh. That's where Davriel's come from. It's it's from oh. the Sanderson Branderson, Brandon Sanderson. Right. Uh, no. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, and yeah, he's he's pretty cool. He's got a, a neat mask. He's he's basically uh, the rack a little Rogue bit. Rogue Shadow Mage, two and a black, three loyalty. The beginning of each opponent's upkeep. If that player has one or fewer cards in hand, Davriel deals two damage to them and minus one target player discards a card. Oh, mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, I like. This um, there's also Teo, the Shield Mage, who I've never heard of before. No, but, but you neither. want his jacket, right? So, yeah. Uh, Teo is two and a white for a five loyalty planeswalker. You have hexproof oh. and you make walls. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's and there's I know there's another one that we haven't even seen yet who is at least we saw the stained glass of her, but we don't know what she does unless I've missed her. The Wanderer? 
No, no. There was another one. Oh, uh, the one that looks like she kind of has Teferi's staff. That one. It looked or? like a looked like an Innistrad shepherd's okay, crook. Okay, yeah, something like that. We haven't yeah. we haven't seen we her haven't yet. Seen her, but, but there's then a stained also glass for her. Yeah. the Wanderer. Yeah, there's mm -hmm. there's the the we don't know anything. I like also. Sorry, can you James? Can you go back to Teo for a second? Teo the Shield Mage, legendary planeswalker. Teo, right? All the planeswalkers. I literally just noticed this this second. They all yeah. say legendary planeswalker, and then the Have a type. The, yeah. the subtype, the Wanderer, does, mm -hmm. does not. Huh? Oh! I just noticed that literally now. That's really cool. Yeah. I had not noticed. She's it until she's now. she's like nameless race. Mm. Hmm. Wait, does that mean you can? Have more than one the Wanderer? How does the Planeswalker no, uniqueness rule changed, work? Well, the the Planeswalker uniqueness rule oh, is just now. for like just other cards that right. might interact okay, with it, right, like right. the you know that's still like the cool. cards from the dual decks or whatever or the so, yeah, decks. Yeah. The Wanderer is three and a white for a legendary Planeswalker with no subtype. Yeah. Five loyalty. Prevent all non-combat damage that would be dealt to you and other permanents you control and minus two exile target creature with power four or greater. So the same as Tybalt. Mm -hmm. You can minus two, minus two, and then she just sits there. And you can't be bolted. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess along with like uh, the value that you get out of Mox Amber when you do the rules change to Planeswalkers to make them just like fit under the legendary rules, you also, the rules change gives you some space to tell stories mm -hmm. right because like clearly the wanderer is unknown to us and many of the characters that in the the world of spark storyline and one of the ways that they have of telling that is by not giving her a planeswalker type yeah mm. so that's that's cool yeah they've done some really cool things. rules I, I wonder if the one and being <laughs> i wonder if the one with fun. the crook is the other the blue planeswalker from the global series one. No, she's no? not. She. Do you have the art at all for that, James? It's I don't like know why you would. From uh, yeah, it's can... from a daily MTG article mm. telling us about War of the Spark, but before spoiler season from like, I want to say a month ago. Mm -hmm. But yeah, she she looks like she's wearing. She's got like cool blue and white armor. Not to say that she's necessarily those colors. But that's the art. The she's the, glowing blue or something, right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, got she's like got blue like magic around. Really her, cool. Yeah segmented armor and there she is oh right and then yeah that okay yeah crook no. looks just like those the remember in shadows the the shepherd the okay. well there was there was also a clue stone in that shape right okay or not a clue stone but a a clue token a clue token that was yeah. in that that shape was showing up a lot okay right so that's why people are like is she from Innistrad hmm. what's going on here because it's not Avison's Caller, the symbol of her church. No. It's, you know, but it, we've seen that shape before, and it was on Innistrad. So, mm. but nobody knows who this is, and I'm excited to find out because she looks cool. Yeah, I'm always down for a new planeswalker. Yeah, like, I love people. this whole thing. Reminds me, this is such a weird reference. There was that episode of the new Doctor Who series near the end of Matt Smith's run, where there was some sort of giant cataclysm, and they had like. Very, they had like all the doctors from different timelines showing up in all the TARDISes, and everyone's basically sounding off. Mm -hmm. And then you get a shot of Peter Capaldi in there when he wasn't the doctor yet, and it was like, wait, who, what, who was that? <laughs> and then he became the next doctor, and it was like, oh, cool. So this is, I just like that. It's like all the planeswalkers. Wait, who are you? Yeah, where did you <laughs> like, come we're, from? We're planeswalkers. We've been here the whole time. The camera was just pointed elsewhere. <laughs> oh, 
Okay, cool. I really do like this concept, though, that there are so many planeswalkers and people that we've never even heard of before because we've just been so focused on, like, the gate watch and, yeah. like, all that kind of jazz. I think it's great. Like, well, yeah. if that was a problem for you guys, you sound excited about it, but listen, if it's been bothering you, I have good news. Nickel Bolas is going to eat all of them, mm -hmm. and then there'll just be one planeswalker, and you can play as, you know, as many different copies as they print of them for us. That would be us. so interesting if they were just, if this was their way of being, like... We want to take a break from Planeswalkers. Maybe, yeah, it's bit, possible R&D you know? like, guys, Planeswalkers, well, we fucked up. So <laughs> if you want to read a lot into that initial teaser, mm -hmm. right, the one of spiraling around the stained glass yeah, and, and then, then going the through. So going through Gideon's chest, Gideon's totally biting it, going through Gideon's chest into the, into the thing. And yeah, it shows all the candles with the one in the center, which you assume to be bolus, and then all the candles start going out. But then that one also goes out. There's mm -hmm. only one candle left lit... Uh, left lit afterwards but it's not the one you assume to be bolus no yeah. and so i'm like who wait what's happening at this story liliana accidentally steals all the planeswalker sparks or something I, maybe yeah can we talk about that trailer real quick oh my god if you haven't seen the trailer it's <laughs> somebody got it's to make more their fun AMV, than this podcast right yeah. somebody got to make their amv from childhood yeah their AFV? What's the animated music video. You know, like, oh, it, yeah, it, with, like, right. the anime yeah, videos, yeah. and, you know, you put, you usually put some sort of Linkin Park song right. yeah. to it. That's what they did. I mean, look, great. when the Gears of War 2 trailer came out with that cover of Mad World, everyone was like, oh, this is amazing. And then everyone started doing it, and every single time it's like, oh, they're doing this thing again. But it's so good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, this trailer, you know, when it's like, oh, it's the down-tempo, like, piano cover of, of, I mean, what's the actual name of the song? Um, uh, is it come so far? It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. In the end. I, in the end. In the end. There we go. Thank you. Anyway, yeah, the, the cover thing. of In the End, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, they're doing the thing where they do the, God, this is good. This is real. <laughs> this is a really good trailer, right? Like it's the thing. Yeah. Hey, look, if it works, it works. Also, right? just the animation had like more production value than any other yeah, thing that yeah. we've seen come out of. People were very magic, very like favorably comparing it to a trailer for, say, a Blizzard product. Yeah. For mm -hmm. example. It, it looks great. Or like and a so Final Fantasy movie. I got yeah. to meet yeah. the person who directed this. At oh, PAX. nice. Yeah. Nice. gave gave him mad props. Um, so what we saw. And it was Liliana leading the Eternals, mm -hmm. you know, guided by Nicol Bolas. Mm -hmm. Dak Faden instantly biting it. <laughs> Dak Faden's not even in the set. Like, yeah. he, he wasn't one of the planeswalkers with the stained glass. Oh, wasn't he? No. Oh, okay. But he was there. That was Dak, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, that, that maybe, was him. Maybe the director was like, hey, can we get Dak in just so I can kill him in the trailer? It's like, why not? We weren't going to print another Dak. Yeah. 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 He's, so, he's the greatest thief in the multiverse. Maybe not great at fighting zombies. Yeah, yeah. so Dak instantly bites it yeah. from, like, get what it looks like the Eternal sucked like his spark out or his soul yeah they like the eternal like sucked out his spark and then sort of like broadcast it basically like sent it up to bolus sort mm -hmm. of yeah and then uh i don't think we got like a full look at it but it looked like it was gideon fighting like that was gideon yeah, yeah like 12 gideon. of them doing really well and then like getting stabbed by yeah. like all of them yeah and then it rewind there's also i guess like the two what I think was like so I the first time I watched it I thought it was a mother and a son yeah. running away. I want, looks but a lot of people looked at it as a sister, brother and a sister yeah. running away because of Lily on his backstory. Yeah, right? I think it, it. Watching it again on a larger screen, I watched it on my phone and I was like, okay, it's a mother and son. No, watch watching it again on a bigger screen. Yeah, that girl's definitely younger than a mom, and mm -hmm. I think it is definitely a, a sister and brother to make the connection with Liliana and Josu. Yeah, which is like what sends like that twinge, which is why. Then Liliana, I guess, it like sort of rewinds, and Liliana sends all the Eternals, starts sending them back through the thing. No, I think. she sends them at Bolas. 
Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then maybe in the other direction or something. Yeah. 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 And then Well, I like that also blows, blows her up. Also when she's considering it, she her lifts her hand up like the oath. Yeah. She's like cons- she considers the oath that she made to the Gatewatch and then was like, "All right, we're going to try and fight Bolas. Anyway, it's an amazing trailer. You should you should check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we should talk about a few more cards before yeah, we sign I haven't, off. Yeah, I haven't brought up a card that I'm excited yes, about. Yes, please do. You can't get it in a pack of War of the Spark, but it has a War uh, of the Spark yeah. symbol. Oh, is and it the box topper? Yeah, or no, the, I guess the it's buy box? the buy a box promo. Tezzeret, Master Ooh, of the Tezzy. Bridge. Yeah. Tezzeret's the buy box promo? Yeah. yeah. I'm a big fan of Tezzeret's. So when, when they printed Tezzeret, I want to say Master of Metal, which is like two Tezzeret um, Planeswalker deck cards ago, I was like, maybe we are just supposed to play this in Paradox Academy because you can tick down immediately and dome your opponent. If you have 20 artifacts on the board, then you win right away. There's a word I didn't think I'd see again. Affinity? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm less concerned about that static ability, although it's good. And I think if you're playing this in like Commander or possibly Standard, you can get a bunch of value off of that. Um, but I'm mostly just interested in playing it as a six mana potential win con off the plus two and yeah. Canadian Highlander. And I think it's going to, it like serves all these other functions, right? Like you can be a regrowth or if you're way behind, but also won't get attacked, you can maybe plus until you get the ultimate off. So the rundown of Tezzeret Master of the Bridge is four blue, black, five loyalty. Creature and Planeswalker spells you cast have affinity for artifacts. So that's pretty wild. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus two, Tezzeret deals X damage to each opponent, where X is the number of artifacts you control and you gain X life. Minus three, return target artifact card from your graveyard to your hand. Minus eight, exile the top 10 cards of your library. Put all artifact cards from among them onto the battlefield. Wow. Now, Nelson. Yes. Do you run Spell Swindle in this? I mean, not usually, but that's kind of exciting, I yeah, guess. Yeah, do it. Spell Spindle was the counter from Ixalan block that it's three blue, blue, counter spell, and then you create X uh, treasure artifact tokens where yeah. X is that spell's CMC. So you just get lots of artifacts all at once. Yeah. Seems fun. I like Spell Swindle. It's five mana, but woof. It's you can janky. really... Treasure tokens with affinity is pretty hot, mm-hmm. yeah. right? You know, letting you cast some colored spells but not paying for the generic mana portion of them. I mean, there are probably better ways, like you, like I, I feel like Treasure Map just obviously goes into like those kind of sure. decks and stuff. Like Treasure Map is, is super this, strong. You could play Swell Sundle too. That, yeah. that, this could be a standard deck, right? Is Ixalan yeah. Block still in standard? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, until oh, October, no. baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no, all right, yeah. All right. um, and there's even one card from, uh, from Ravika Allegiance that makes treasures can play Smothering Tithe. Oh, right, yeah. 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 I mean, you probably shouldn't, but I guess you could play Smothering Tithe. Yeah. That card's dope in Commander, I discovered. Oh, right. Right, because mm-hmm. any multiplayer games, right? Mm-hmm. right. Yeah, it's, right, it's right. much better. I mean, it's like, yeah, I guess you're, you're going down the Ristic sort mm-hmm. of uh, vibe of them. Yeah. Um, uh, Smothering Tithe is the, real quick, three and a white enchantment. Whenever an opponent draws a card, they may pay two mana. If they don't, then you get a treasure, So, which is sack and add one mana of any color. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's possible that the most broken things you can do with Tezzeret are going to be in Standard or maybe Commander. 
or maybe modern that take advantage of the affinity static ability because mm. again you know i usually like to point out cost reduction abilities as the most powerful ones but i'm just looking forward to it being kind of a toolbox thing that is a win condition in a deck yeah. with a lot of artifacts because by and large the game of magic the gathering with its thousands and thousands of cards by and large is quite well balanced obviously there are some individual some individual cards that are massive outliers but generally speaking you know they're very careful with how they do price costs for cards and so anything that reduces the amount yeah. of mana you have to pay really really skews things mm -hmm. right like the, there's not that many numbers right like you know a six mana spell like tezzeret is that's a that's an expensive spell so if you're taking a four mana card and making it only cost three that's a big deal mm -hmm. Right, like if you play or a Tezzeret, thirteen mana card that already has its own cost reduction ability on it, and now oh, you can no. apply the Tezzeret one. <laughs> no, oh no. Um, now Affinity only deals with generic mana costs, right? Yeah, that's right. The Eldrazi just came to mind just now, as so I was like, they're mostly all all generic anyway, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, we were talking about this a little bit before, but I guess we should talk about it on the podcast. Mm. Uh, I think Aristocrats is. Finally here. All oh, right. Good. Aristocrats has it's it's present right now, but I think it just was missing a couple more pieces. Um, and there's another blood artist coming nice. on in. Cruel Celebrant is here, uh, white and a black for a one-two. Having that two toughness, not that's nice. It's it's nice, especially not nothing. Again, yeah, and uh, it's now granted. It's it is just uh, stuff you control, but it also includes planeswalkers. Yeah. in its mm -hmm. uh, in its in its blood artist, and style it causes effect. life loss slightly better than damage most yep. of the time. Yep, it's harder um, to cast than blood artist blood artist in a way that no one cares about. Yep, I like the, also the flavor that she's just like, look, I can't fight either side of this, so we'll we'll see how this shakes out, and I bet it'll be great. Yeah, at the end of the day, <laughs> like, like wow, we're just we're we're gonna get to watch everything. So what do you think that deck looks like then? You got your celebrant. What what are the other pieces that already exist? Uh, so the pieces that already exist, uh, there is. I mean, just cool ones. There's Midnight Reaper yep. from uh, Allegiance, which is whenever one of your dudes die, you get to draw a card and yeah. lose one life. Um, I, I'm I'm still on the fence of if is it Fireblade Artist um, goes in there. It's black and a red. Uh, two mana, two two haste. Right. Yeah, they right. can sack one of your dudes and throw it. There's what a about Judy. Judy, Judy also yes, okay, Judy yeah. absolutely goes. Priest in. of Forgotten Gods, usually, mm -hmm. right? Kitchen sink. Yeah. Um Yeah. <laughs> and then like I guess there's two Doom Travelers in standard you can play. Like there's the one white mana one. Mm -hmm. Hunted, that, Hunted Hunted Witness. Hunted Witness. And I think they sometimes play that. But isn't and there a new one in this set? That's right. And now yes. in red you can also play a Doom Traveler whose name I forget, but it's a one red. I, I was looking for it in one, then, one uh, first yeah. strike. With a mass one when it dies. Which I guess we haven't even talked about a mass. Yeah, that's oh, right. Grim, yeah. Grim Initiate. Grim Initiate. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's a 1 1 with first strike, which is pretty great. And then, yeah, when it dies, you amass one. So, the way amass works is so the, 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 the text for amass one is you put a plus one plus one counter on an army you control. If you don't control an army, you create a zero zero black zombie army creature token first. So, this is it dies. You make the zero zero. You put a counter on it, so it's a one one replaces itself with a one one. The way that a mass scales is if you have like a mass two, is you put correct me if I'm wrong two counters on an army you control. I believe yeah. so. Yeah. Two yeah. So you're increasing. Two. You're increasing. Pardon me. The number of counters that go on a single army, not the number of armies. Yeah. Right. So worth noting, it always checks to see if you have an army first. 
And then if you don't have an army, you make an army. So are there any... How wide can you go with this? Are there ways... Are there cards currently spoiled where you can just make armies? Well, there's... Um, Not yet. There, so yes, uh, but there's but well no. So it's always it's always a card printed with a mass, and a mass just always okay. checks to see if there's an so, army. So typically, it'll be so if you have creature. multiple cards with a mass, you're just making one creature very big. Yes. That's right. okay. However, there are a number of clone creature type creatures that are there, and you can clone and make another army. Kind wouldn't, of you a just, thing. wouldn't that make it just a zero zero because you don't clone counters? Yeah, if Does you're it? cloning your army token, yeah. usually plus one plus Weird. one counters okay. aren't part of uh, it was, I was reading uh, the the rules explanation article, and they said that there were ways to copy armies, but I'm just trying to... I thought it was the clone okay. effect that they talked about. I can't remember. But like normally clone effects don't copy counters. Yeah, yeah, I can't. So, I can't recall. Huh. Maybe By they'll the way, show us. There might be some clones that come in with counters, like the one from Shadows Over Innistrad. Mm. Right. The so blue green one. We're yeah. looking at invading Manticore right now, right. which is five and a red for a four five zombie Manticore when it ETBs a mass two. So it's six mana for a four five and a two two. That's great. Separate from any mechanical stuff, there's a there's a handful of eternal creatures. Ah uh, yeah. And they all look rad. Mm -hmm. They look so cool. Worth noting that they're all creatures that you can actually remember sort of from Amonkhet. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. Um, yeah because like there's the... the one, or yeah, yeah. Like, I think, yeah, that, that'd be one of them. Uh, I think the one that, like, most people probably remember... Sorry, is, and when we say creatures, too, we're not, we don't mean magic creatures. We mean, like, beasts. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Actual things. creatures, but it's like, we mean, like, monsters on four legs or whatever. But the one I instantly creature. recognized was Lazatep Behemoth. Right, okay. Which yeah. is the big hippo. Bull, hippo. Bull hippo, yeah. Yeah, from, yeah. from Almond Cat. The, it, I can't remember the name of the hippo, but it was the cycling hippo. It's not is it, It's not bull hippo. It's, oh, darn it. It's definitely like five generic and a green for a five, was, six with cycling two. Yeah, and trample. It was uh, four green green, I think. For four a green green? Five, okay. six trample cycling two, yeah. But, but this, yeah, is, it, this is just a five, four for five, big old, big yeah. old hippo. Yeah. Also, again, flavor text. I know I should be more concerned, but a big blue zombie potamus from beyond the stars, this is what they're invading us with? <laughs> yeah. You got to imagine, like, and then and then she spits or whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people saying. in Ravnica, and they're not they're not, uh, they're not not interested in dealing with your shenanigans. Okay, we're, but we're getting low on time. I want yeah. I got one more target I want to talk Okay. okay. One more card you want to talk yeah, about? There were yeah. Just, well, there was just like a couple. One, one other note I wanted to make regarding like aristocrats. Oh and yeah, stuff. yeah, thank yes. you. Um, Combat celebrant. Uh, one of the main reasons that this pushes it over for, for me. For cruel celebrant. Is, cruel celebrant. Yeah, cruel we're, celebrant. We were talking sorry. about. Yeah, we we're talking about Amonkhet. Yeah, right. Yeah, combat, combat celebrant. celebrant. But with cruel Amonkhet. celebrant, the most key thing here is it's whenever another creature dies a lot of it counts tokens yes it counts you tokens. control yeah and that and that was one of the things kind of holding it back because now uh cards like um hero a precinct one um and uh whatchamacallit the 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 two drop that puts two one one goblins the the basically like uh, oh uh, the uh Instigator. Yes. Yeah, Goblin, Goblin Instigator. Instigator. Like, you. cards like that become a lot more relevant yeah, now, right. I think, because it's like... I mean, it's, Judith uh, doesn't count those ones, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. Mo most of... And, and including, like, Midnight Reaper, and, and a, lot of the, right. a lot of the ones have been non-token creature. This one just is creatures, and I think that might get you there a little bit. I mean, it's only going to be four, but I, I think that little bit is going to help push it over. And then there's just one other card that I'd be curious to see how it works, which is a rare. It's Dreadhorde Butcher. Which is uh, just red, uh, black and red for a one-one with haste, and whenever it deals combat damage to a player or planeswalker, you put a one-one counter on it, and when it dies, uh, it chucks its power at something. Oh, nice! Right. So I think that might also uh, be a really nice. It has a death like, trigger. So. Yeah, exactly. So and this is just a kind of generically good card, right? Mm -hmm. 
Vindic- also, zombie is not in an insignificant uh, uh, subtype yeah, in, right. in, in this set, too. Uh, vindictive so. Vampire from right. yeah. Ravnica Legions also uh Counts, allows tokens, right? also counts uh, token creatures as well. So mm. yeah, the full the full Mardu aristocrats. I think probably have a density of spells now. I think it's there. Yeah, because awesome. a lot of the times whenever it's gotten to aristocrats, I've just kind of been like, I think I just want to run Mardu mid range. I think it might just be better. Mm-hmm. But I think I think aristocrats could do it. All right. Yeah, so we'll see. Okay, nice. I just wanted to mention this card that's been spoiled. It's three generic and three black for yep. a legendary artifact enchantment uh-huh. that says. You you may it's, look at I think or you play with your top card of your library revealed. You Bolus's may, Citadel. That's you may the name look at of it. it. Bolus's Citadel. You may look at the top card of your library anytime, and you may play the top card of your library. So that's a pretty good card right there. It usually costs mm-hmm. two generic and three blue, but there's more words. If you cast a spell this way, pay life equal to its converted mana cost rather than pay its mana cost. <laughs> like that's, that's scary. That's amazing. And then it has another ability. If you wanted to tap it and sacrifice ten non-land permanents, each opponent loses ten life. Wow. So this card has a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's pretty nuts for Canadian Highlander. I I want to see possibly the d- it'll be a modern combo. I don't know, or just a popular commander card. Yeah. I want to see this card get stifled so bad. <laughs> the sacrifice 10 permanence part? Yeah. I mean, I'm just excited Ooh. to cast spells for life. <laughs> oh, like, definitely. Like, that's the part I'm excited about. But yeah. I'm just like chain you through can my library. It, you can sack it to its ability. That's mm-hmm. right. But yeah, so. you're right. That's a pretty big stifle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think it's sweet. This, yeah. this. I think this is probably one of the most exciting cards from the set. It's for sure. Exciting. Yeah. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about a lot more War of the Spark spoilers. It'll be a slightly different group of people in here i think so hopefully mm-hmm. we don't double up we'll make a list of the ones we've talked about mm-hmm. and yeah this set looks it, it looks very exciting like there's not the guilds to 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 draft so i'm really curious how this how this drafts i assume more like a traditional set just with a planeswalker in every pack i think it's gonna be like grixis zombies and then the other two colors can be more planeswalker proliferate oriented but i think it can go just about anywhere i'm really yeah. curious to see yeah. what what the commons, you know, that remain to be spoiled are. Yeah, the, that's the, the limited. Big, the limited seems very curious at this yeah. point. Yeah. So that will do it for this week. Thanks so much for joining us, as always. And as always, a reminder that this show is brought to you by CardKingdom.com. Check out CardKingdom.com/lrr. Remember, we recommend them because we really actually think they're great. Mm-hmm. And of course, this show and everything that we do is brought to you by you and your kind support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash loading ready run. Ben's about to roll up his rim. Oh, let's see what, did you win? You're going to storm out of here? the opportunity to play again. You want to like loudly quit after getting a car? Uh, goodbye. <laughs>